Hey everyone, welcome to the One Up Cast, the only 30 minute podcast that lasts an hour. This is the show where we look back at some old video games and compare what we thought then to the way things are now. My name is Kieran, aka Harry Atomic, and I'll be joined each week by the one, the only, the face of Firmus Gas, Martin A's main man, Mr. Daniel Ferry. Back at it once again. Once again. The set now see us back on the weekly train again. Second week in a row, high strike. That's it. <laughs> so how are you? I'm all good. I'm good. I uh, I'm fucking tired. I had a I had a adult this week, and it wasn't fun at oh, all. I had to like paint doors and all, and like do adult things, and then we'd Halloween. Of which did you get? Did you did you get your Halloween before Halloween? You getting ahead of yourself painting? I am the worst painter in the planet. What's your aging like? It's all about the aging. See, <laughs> you see, that's, the, the, that's how you know the caliber of a painter. How they do the ages? Oh no, it's yeah. fucked. Like it looks like we painted it with a fucking. You mind that episode of Simpsons where like Homer invented the gun? They like put Marge's makeup on. <laughs> it's kind of like that, only with a door. Ah, <laughs> uh, I swear to God, I am um, fucking. I'm story time. Oh, uh, get on it! Get on it already. <laughs> I purchased a house two years ago and myself and my wife at the time, we got our keys in December. So actually we're coming up to our two year anniversary here. Uh, and we made the really bad decision. We had a choice. Oh, we could rent on the house that they were renting in for another uh, a month or so and do the house up. Or we could just move out straight away and move on to this new property. And um, <clears throat> we were that excited because it was our after years and years and years of searching property market, we finally, finally got a house and got the keys. It was just the whole excitement of it. So we just went, fuck, we'll move on and we'll decorate as we, as we live there. Uh, now, at the time, I was a manager in a game store at, at Christmas and uh, I couldn't get any annual leave. Uh, so I was literally working like 12 hour shifts nearly every day. And then coming home to a house and decorating it at night. Oh, uh, needless to say, needless to say, it uh, you're still revenant of my power painting <laughs> <laughs> in this property. Uh, swear to God, anytime I paint, it's just it's just a disaster. I try I try really hard to be really careful, but I'm just, I'm just I'm just so bad at it. It's really bad. There's just something about it, isn't there? Whenever you start, you're like you have the best of intentions. You're not going to be dead good, and you know I yeah. I grew up coloring in like so I know about yeah. like, the the lines and all and staying inside and all of a sudden like halfway down you get like one drip and then it runs a bit and you're just like nah fuck yeah. it. and you always think to yourself and I see why people get paid to do this. Yeah, and that's like that's the thing going forward. Now I'm just getting. I'm just going to bite the ball and pay people. I'm just going, fucking, you do it. Um, so we, we did up our kitchen there about six months ago. And uh, we painted the cabinets ourselves. And uh, I was all, right, there's wallpaper in the video on our YouTube. Uh, how do you wallpaper? Uh, so I was watching a video, video tutorial of a guy wallpapering. And <laughs> he, he, was, he was doing the video. And straight away, I just went, nope, I am painting someone to do that because you know me I'll <laughs> bubble like, up next morning or something I was like nope so uh, the adult is real yeah. so it is so I know it's so why were you painting doors why were you painting doors right so again this is going to sound super adult but what happened was is that we uh, 
our, our front door, like, you know the way whenever, like, paint dries out, it, like, chips off? So mm-hmm. the bottom had all kind of chipped off and it exposed the wood. So now this, yep. this story is going to turn into a story of, like, how many fucking stupid ideas I come up with. So we were like, right, fuck, we gotta get paint for that door on because otherwise it's gonna rot the door, you know, at the bottom. And we're me and me and Natasha are renting, so it's like, fuck, we gotta make sure uh-huh. that we're like, you know, gotta make sure the place is nice. Did you want that deposit, like? So yeah. I figure out, I'm like, right, so it's gonna be too cold. Like, it's not gonna be fucking. It's not gonna be warm enough. They paint outside like a door. It's never gonna dry. So what we did was we just duct taped a blanket over the open door. <laughs> and right, just okay. left the door open on the inside and just bought a space heater and just sat it in front of the door and just left the door open for like two days. That's quite that's quite inventive. I would have just waited for a sunny day. See, there, there isn't any coming up because, you know, Ireland weller. <laughs> there's fucking no, never a sunny day coming. So it was like, fucking, we'll just build a bubble and we'll just fucking hole ourselves inside the house. And I was shite myself in case some like kid came along and thought that it was like a Halloween decoration and they would like punch it and set me fucking house so on did fire. You, did you go? Did you go to bed with this blanket over the door? Oh no, no, no! I closed it at night because I'm, I'm I, I could never fend off an intruder. Like so, you know. No, that's, that's what I was thinking. The worst I can hope a bit of bleed there. on them. <laughs> that's about and did it. Did you do anything for Halloween? Did you dress up? I carved a pumpkin, and for anybody watching the video version, I will put up a picture of the pumpkin I carved. I was really proud of it. It made like a Cheshire cat. Did you do anything? I I did a pumpkin too. Yes. Uh, So uh, I will also put some of my photo, and you can vote. Yes, we'll do. That's what we'll do. We'll do like a we'll do like a Twitter poll (laughs) or something. (laughs) Which one's better? Um, No, my my daughter's birthday is the day before Halloween, so. I, for the first time ever, had my first Halloween off in a retail capacity. So I took the day before Halloween because it was the daughter's birthday, the day of Halloween. So what we did is we we went to the fun fair and fucker cleaned me blind. Yes. Very, very quickly. Um, now, actually, right here. Am I being a tight arse here? Or you can tell me. So you take your kid who was three years old last week. In okay. the fun fair, now, the rides are very limited because she's about two foot high. Yeah. So the first thing we see is teacups. Hmm. And uh, so we'll, we'll put her in the teacups because they spin around and it's all fairly endless and she'd be buzzing. Um, two pound ago for like, I don't know, a minute or two. So I go up to the guy. <coughs> uh, there's so many people, so it's just her. And there's no problem. And uh, But he charges you for the adults as well. For putting just so, like your kid on the ride, so he puts you uh, like the daughter. Go, my daughter goes on the ride, but because I'm sitting away, because she's still an infant, and she, you know, yeah. you know, he want to make sure she don't stand up and throw herself at it. He charges you as well, That's and this bad. is a Roman friend. Yeah, it's about this is a Roman theme for the entire yeah Roman theme for the entire theme park. So again, there was uh, there was all her things, and any time I went on it, they charged me as well. It's just like, hmm. Wow. <laughs> so you just got is right. completely rooked. But I <laughs> hear as well, just before we move on to our main topic of the week, I hear as well from, uh, you know, a wee source known as your Twitter that uh, uh-huh. you received some pretty unique gaming presents this week. I did. I did. I will submit photos as well for everyone to see. Uh, my brawler was in Japan 
uh, for a year. Uh, I think I talked about it a few episodes ago where he came home. Yeah. And uh, uh, anyway, came home and uh, he goes, oh, I got you a present. And I was all brilliant. But I never, I, for, I, to be honest, I, I clean forgot about it. Uh, you know, I just clean forgot about it. And uh, <clears throat> on Halloween night, we had a, a kitty Halloween party and my brother was all, Oh, here, I have your present. And when it came yesterday, I was all, what do you mean when it came yesterday? I was all, I, I posted myself back a parcel on the cheapest postage possible. Oh, right. And uh, it, it took like three months to get home. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and uh, it was all, do you want it now or do you want it for Christmas? And I was all, on the subject of Christmas, don't be buying me anything for Christmas. You know, get to the babies. But me and you are about to grown up now for Christmas and it's extra pressure. Hi. I don't need it because you're not working and I don't need it because, you know, Babies and all, yeah. And it was all no, no problem. He's all, do you want me to just hold them for Christmas? I was like, I don't mind. It's up to you. And he's all, it's just wee things that just sit there. So when he said that, I just thought it was like, yeah, like a like figure a, or something, like a wee ornament from Japan or like a wee, I don't know, like a wee fucking bonsai tree or, or like a caring or something. Yeah. And lo and behold, also at the butchers, he handed me a, a sealed box a copy of Biohazard Free Resident Evil. Amazing. On the PlayStation One. And a sealed copy of uh, Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube. That's and, uh, that's amazing. It's fucking, and they're sealed, and the, the boxes, the GameCube, I don't know if you've ever seen a Japanese GameCube box. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's so weird. The best way I could describe it is, you know those miniature boxes of cereal that you get? Mm-hmm. From Kellogg's? They're like that? Yeah. It's, it's so, so, so strange. Yeah, um, they're, they're not like actual like DVD cases like we had. The like cheekers are so unique. I was just like, oh, really? Over the moon? And I was like, oh my god, I was not expecting that at all. So, I was just on me, you know, for Christmas. <laughs> I know this is sad. I know you're going to have to import some like really crazy stuff or whatever for, for him now, but yeah. it's just, it was cool just seeing those kind of like, uh, I mean, it's, it, it makes sense with the, um, like with the Resident Evil 2 remake coming out, and I'm currently playing through Resident Evil 2 again. Yeah, and then never and funnily enough, I think it was the day after you put that on your Twitter. So it was like I started Resident Evil two, and then because of yeah. the remake coming out, and then you posted up that you got Resident Evil three and four sealed from Japan, and I was like, that's fucking really cool. That's why I was fucking delighted with it. And it's giving me that little itch, that little collector's itch, sort of. And no, what our rabbit hole could have saved out me, but uh, I'm guessing they will play on like our playstations and GameCubes. Do no, not. they're locked here, unfortunately. I, know, I, was, I, was, I was kind of thinking that. I'm sure you could use like a, you know, like a loader disc or something. Well, maybe I, to kind of bypass a Game it. Shark or anything like that will, will bypass it yeah. all. You know what I mean? But uh, if you're ever down near my neck of the woods, I'm sure I have something on here that'll play any of those yeah. type of things. You could always bring them down <laughs> and we could have a, a, a play at the Japanese originals. Yeah, because yeah, there might be, I don't know, maybe extra content stuff that was taken. You just don't know. I know, this is the thing. You know what I mean? It's like a, so it's a whole untapped. Side side. It's like a whole untapped like treasure trove. You know what I mean? No, uh, like an, uh, uh, like a, you could do a side by side comparison if even. But the, then again, it could be virtually the same. The possibilities are endless. Do you know what I mean? Because we don't we don't know. At least the language will be different. Before we get onto the meat of gaming, why everybody listen to this? I pass my MOT. Hey. What a moment in time! And the only reason why I'm bringing this up because of a fairy tale. Nice. My heart has been broke. My car. For the past several months, of, if you've been listening to episodes, you've heard wee stories about of oh, this repair, I've had to 
this repair. So a month before Malaya, a week before my MOT was due, uh, me and my family decided to go on a little holiday down south. And yes. when I was coming home, the car shit the bed outside the uh, The clutch went on. So get the clutch prepared. It was like 200, nearly 250 quid. Get the car back. The handbrake goes on it. I was like, right, okay. So get the get the get that fixed then. An hour, twenty thirty quid, and then I find out then I need to get two new tires. Mm-hmm. Two new tires. But when the guy's installing the two new tires, he he points out to me and he actually shows it to me under the car. He's all your spring at the back is cracked and it's kind of got a wee bit of jutting out. And he's all that's an instant fail. Because that basically your car can break down at any second. Ah. Uh. So, before my MOT, is like it cost me nearly got to £400 to get done. I was just like, my heart was broke. So, I'm driving up to the MOT centre. Kind of ruined it. Kind of spoiled it before he got there because he's no past. Uh, I drive up to the MOT centre and I actually say out loud, as all right. I call my car, Nola. As all right, Nola. Don't let me down today. Don't give me no faults on the dashboard. Don't give me anything. Let's do this now. Let's get this over and and out over in Dunmouth. And uh, <clears throat> as I get there, it was a really long queue. And I don't know if you've ever been in an MOT centre in Derry. Yeah. It's like a garage. Yeah. And it's I, they're like all kind of the same. Door. Yeah. And the doors are the doors are all shut. And uh, like this is my third year going over. It's the first year I've seen the doors shut. That was all. This was very strange. But there was a really long queue. And I was at the very back of <laughs> lane four where I was meant to go. So I just stopped my car, turned off my engine, and uh, was just sitting there looking around me. And uh, actually, whilst my engine was off, I actually took a photograph of the queue and sent it to my wife and a work colleague and a text and both saying, I'm going to be a while. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I, I was expecting, because it's such a rigid appointment, you know, and out, done. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting for like, before even the, car, the, the car in front of me even moved, I was waiting a good 20 months. So, put the phone in pocket, turned on the engine, and as soon as I turned on the engine, it came up, left-hand brake light, faulty. Oh, no. And I was just like, oh. dude, I actually said, don't do this to me. And the worst about it, it was fucking pushing down, like, and it wasn't like a muzzle, it was fucking just throwing torrential it rain. It was like, just somebody throwing water over it. was like a car wash. Hmm. And obviously, I'm like, is my car taking the hand out of me? You can't really tell if your brake light's not. Yeah. So I had to get out of the car. And there was a car, an our car behind me at this point. I had to get out of my car. Whilst in the queue, go to the person behind me, <laughs> tap on their window. <laughs> tap on their window and say, sorry. I just got a notification that the, my brake light just went off, blah, blah, blah. And the, and the fellow goes, I right too. <laughs> and I, was like, I like you were taking not. the fucking hand out of him like <laughs> and I was all, it's not like a competition like you know who gets on first and I was all well listen if I press on my brick uh, could you check if the light's going on or whatever and he goes aye alright then so I press on nice the brick guy. and he goes not he's all it's gone I was all fuck sick Jesus he's all he's all that's an instant failure you know and oh. so is it I was like, I don't know if it is. He's all, oh, it's nothing there. You need brake lights, hey? 
and uh, it was all right. I was all, well, I'm here now. I can't really turn around because you know I can't rearrange the appointment because pa- like my appointment was meant to be for. Are you paid for it? Like you may point. as well go on. Yeah. So I was fucking shit myself going on. I literally my heart was on my chest because <laughs> I put so much fucking money into this car. And it feels so like a test, front- doesn't it? Like it feels yeah. like an exam. It feels like. It's like fucking get one of your wings operated on seeing your car. Fuck me. <laughs> so I, I get to the front about a good 20 minutes later and I pull up. And, I, and, I, and at one point, like, I had my fleece sucked up to my neck and I was all, no, I need to pull this down, you know, because I don't look less suspicious. Uh, so I was all, I pull up them and I said, again, listen, you're not going to believe my luck. That's all was wrong. As I was just sitting here, I turned off my engine when I was waiting, and uh, as soon as I turned the engine back on, pop the the light, the fuse must have went. Left hand brake light, the whole thing's dead. And he's all, it wouldn't have just done that. You sitting there, I was all hand and heart to dead. And he's all, turn off your ignition. And I was all right. Now turn it back on. And he's went behind the car, and he fucking slapped it as hard as he could. He goes, what's it back on now? <laughs> so, I was all really. He was, I was just loose. He was all saying nothing. Uh, he was all move over now, and he was. He was like, he was I. He was all you don't see me doing that. And the best thing about it, my brake light hasn't given any sense. <laughs> so he's just got like the magic touch of brake lights. He just fucking. He just went. You know what? He, he put an electric finger to the one and went fucking slap. We got it. <laughs> we so, got it. So fair, fair play to him, because um, he could have been an absolute asshole. And went, nope. Yeah, that's too bad. So. Happy day. So, but even though I got passed out, part you're sitting there, and you know when they left the car up, I think I texted you actually. Yeah, you sent they a message the to me. Up. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So, um, but it's all good. We got there, so I don't have to worry about it now for another year. So it feels so good coming uh, out of there, knowing that uh, that's you for a full year, doesn't it? I uh, know it's just a weight lifted because I didn't even actually have MOT when I was driving it up. I was walking to work for like three weeks now, and everybody was saying to me, oh. No, I'll be all right. You know, if somebody stops you, just say you have the MOT book. And I was like, no, because I'd be that fucker who gets caught. Uh, you know, like an example of you or something? Exactly. If you get some cop who's just in a bad form, we go penalty points and the cop for But if it was in an accident, I'd be fucked. Yeah. Absolutely fucked. So I don't, I just walk to work every day in the passion rain and everything. So fucking. Well, um, you've earned the, it now, and that guy's yeah. good graces has got you properly going to work now. That's, fuck, that's a cracker. <laughs> Fucking hit your light. Um, he just he, he walloped it. But before we get onto the topic of the week, I have a semi-topic of the week. Okay, it okay. Two, it kind of have relates to two things, and I, I would like to hear your side of it as well. Okay. Um, it, they both are kind of famed, but I'll talk about the first part first, and then I'll talk about the second part, and you'll kind of see the relation then. Uh, you probably knew I was going to talk about this, uh, Smash Brothers. Of course, I knew it was coming up. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the Nintendo Direct there yesterday? I perused it ever so slightly, but I haven't watched the full thing yet, so feel free to recap for anybody that might not know, including myself. Okay. So, this is actually good because I'm guessing the majority of people who listen to this podcast aren't uh, big Smash fans, like big, big Smash fans. Yeah. So on a scale of one to ten, for example, one to ten, where are you in the media with Smash in regards to feelings towards it, playing of it, all that? I'm being brutally honest. Honestly, I I couldn't be more indifferent. 
I'm just so default. Like I, 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 I don't. I, I, so you're saying like a four slash five? I right in the middle. Whatever, whatever painfully neutral is. That yeah. I. That's just that's me. That's perfectly fine. And then that's perfectly fine. You're probably the right person to talk about. Regards to this, I'm an eleven. I broke the meter. Oh, I yeah. No, I know you. You're, I'm you're gone. So 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 hyped for it. Um, <clears throat> now. They did a direct, and I'll, I'll give you a quick synopsis in my head of what they went through. They opened and they announced uh, Ken as a new fighter, and Incineroar as a new fighter. I didn't even know who he was. Oh, it's a Pokemon. Pokemon. Um, bringing the total character roster to 74 fighters. Okay. Uh, they really uh, announced uh, a new single player mode. Uh, first time they've done a single player mode since the Wii version. Uh, a lot of people have been asking for us and Timbuktu. Uh, and it's basically like a spirit mode where the gist of it is there's a trailer online where everybody dies, bar Kirby. And Kirby has to get their spirits back. By basically, it shows you like this world map a la Super Mario Bros. 3. Yep. And he's going from one character to the next and fighting them. I'm guessing as soon as you beat them, they come back or whatever. And now I'm really downplaying this, but it looks fucking brilliant. It looks brilliant. Uh, and then he went on about, you know, online, this and that, and all the features. I mean, they they covered everything. Too much, I think. That's my only complaint, mm-hmm. I remember. Um, but the reason why I think they did this is that there's been a lot of leaks, when I say leaks, lately about, all oh, this character's on it. This character's on it, and this character's on it. So I think Nintendo were just like, you know what? We need to do this because it's going to go on and on and on until you know the game comes out and it's going to ruin people's expectations. Yeah, people are just going to complain uh, about what's not on it, not what is on it. Yes. So one of the big apparent leaks was Banjo and Zoo was going to be in the game. Hmm. That was a big one. And uh, when you're heavily, you know, online every day checking the Twitters and Facebooks and these leaks do crop up, and you you, sometimes, you read them with a punch of salt, but then sometimes you like, oh, imagine that was so true. So you do watch these directs with a with you know, an with expectation, yeah, preconceived yes. notion already done. Yes, like oh, I hope this reveal does happen, and then when it doesn't, you can't help but send a, a, a piece of disappointment. So whilst watching it, I was I was actually disappointed that Banjo wasn't on it, and mm-hmm. then I walked away from the direct. And that's all I could think about in my head. I was all, God's sake, Banjo-Kazooie is not on this game. Mm. And then people were texting me, about six or seven people were texting me, complaining. Okay. And uh, I was just like, but I was at work at the time and I watched the direct during my lunch and then when I went home and I was, you know, because I was kind of watching it, you know, but I wasn't giving it my full attention because, you know, I was at work and I was watching my screen and, you know, I wasn't really absorbing everything. Mm. Uh, but when I went home and like, Rewatched it well, again, pretty much because I watched it with subtitles and I watched it down with the dub and I could really concentrate on it. Um, I was like, "Why are people complaining?" You boil it down. This game has seventy-four fighters. Getting a single-player mode. It has online dedicated servers. It has so many, many customization options. It has special editions. It has new amiibos. They're re-releasing the old wave of amiibos. Everything you could want is in this game. Mm. And I think 
this is kind of my my thing is like how sport we've become as gamers where expectations where you know we have to have everything and it, it kind of gets you know if we don't get this one thing it's this preconceived notion is it's automatically rubbish and i, ju- I, ju- I just uh, I like leaks you know fake even fake leaks yeah. do ruin expectations they definitely do but like I've seen videos where people complaining like, oh, it doesn't have uh, the trophy system on it anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, right, but they've had the trophy system on it since the very first. So my, my maybe I'm just being a fat, fat Smash fanboy here, but I think they're doing this completely the new thing with Spirits mode where basically, in a nutshell, Someone like you, you know, who doesn't really play Smash, is a single-player mode. You play this mode called Spirit Modes, and you're like Mario, say. Mario can f- fight Luigi or whatever and get his strength from his spirit, which will give you extra buffs. So it's like buffing your character. Yeah. But the reason why they've done the Spirits mode is they want to... They, they can't get everybody in the game, and they've even said that. We can't put everybody in the game, so we're bringing an all... You know all spirits from different franchises so like there's a dr wiley spirit yeah so you go on and do something mega man related and you can get dr wiley's spirit or you get something hal emmerich from metal gear solid or you can get something from shadow from sonic or you can get well uh somebody like i, I don't even know his name but a guy from virtual fighter fighter like there, there, oh, there's, yeah. there's so much love poured on it and people are still complaining and uh, I think it's just wait like and I do it myself at times, and I'll probably contradict myself in future episodes where I complain about things that aren't like this game is going to be incredible. Uh, like the fact that it has seventy-four fighters, it's just insane. And then they confirmed that they're going to do five more. Yeah, you know, free DLC. It's just it's it's just baffling to me. Where you know, why are we complaining? What, what, because Waluigi's not on it? Is that also like, are you really not going to buy this game because Waluigi's on it? Are you really not going to buy this game because it does not have trophies anymore? Because the way I look at it there is that it's a brand new mode. Now, if it's rubbish, I'll be the first to on this podcast saying, in comparison to trophies, it's rubbish. Yeah. But at least they're trying something new. Right. So, because I find, sorry, before you go on, yeah. uh, you're done something. I find, I'm playing. I played them all, bar the N64 one. The trophies for me, like when I was playing the Wii U version, like I, I didn't really pour much interest on it because I did it all on the GameCube and I did it all on the Wii. If you know what I mean, it was just yeah the same thing over and over again. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of looking forward to this mode. You know what I mean? Because again, somebody who's casual like you, let's just say you do pick up the game, and you you're not gonna you're not gonna go anywhere near online because you know you're gonna get hammered. Oh yeah. You're not going to play me one-on-one because you'll probably know you'll get hammered. Yeah. But you could do this mode where you can go, right, I can do Mega Man and I can get him buffed up and have this so many attributes and have this so many CP points and have his really strong character. And then I can tie those CP points to an amiibo and I can go up to Daniel and Daniel can fight, you know, has almost like Pokemon. Yeah. Daniel's character can fight my character and, you know, that's a, that's a bit of a gateway into you to kind of learn how to play you know it's yeah it's it's an opening for you to play and i just don't understand why people 
no change can be a good thing you know but people fear change ultimately so this is where i'm going to get controversial on the whole thing and i do agree we pretty well no i do i agree with everything you said i just think that my views on it are a tiny bit more kind of specific i do agree with what you're saying that people have just become spoiled nowadays whenever it comes to things like you know games and leaks and everything and everybody has their preconceived notions that's completely true but i also and i think i remember having this conversation with you ages ago as well but i just think that and again people can chime in if they think i'm being too mean but i just think fighting game fans are just the worst fans of their of the thing that they love it's like they they all fucking hate it um You're, you're fucking bang on, right? I was, I, I I was friends, or I still am friends with a guy who um, uh, he was the, I think he was like the number one UK ranked like Mortal Kombat player, and he was like right up there with like the number one. He was like number one or number two like ranked Injustice player. Like he just he it's really really enjoyed like anything that Midway and now Netherrealm made. But do you remember back whenever um, Mortal Kombat versus DC was a thing? I remember you fucking grinding out that platinum trophy. Oh man, that damn fucking combo challenges and twenty five yeah. ranked ones in a row online. Fucking hell! <laughs> that so yes, I did play fighters to a certain degree, right? But remember Midway closed down. No, we're still here. Or, uh, well, well, uh, Midway, like the ones that made Mortal Kombat. They were just, they just fucking closed. And so, there was this whole idea of like, oh no, are we ever going to get another Mortal Kombat game? Like, is that Mortal Kombat gone? Like, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden then, Warner Brothers stepped on and they were like, I think it was Warner Brothers stepped on and they were like, "We'll, we'll sort you out. And then they became NetherRealm Studios. So, and then it was like, right, now what we're going to do is we're going to come back with like a pure Mortal Kombat game again. You know, none of this 3D fighter stuff. Like back to the 2D gore fest, Mortal Kombat combo fest that we are, know that they staked their claim on. Yeah. And uh, at, at me, as a passive Mortal Kombat fan, like my friend was a, a massive one. He was just starry-eyed the whole time. He was like, oh my god, Mortal Kombat 9 is getting made and I can't wait. And it's getting... No, Midway have come back from the fucking dead because people thought there there wasn't going to be another one. And they they even done that... We mind that we Mortal Kombat live action series. Yeah, that's right. And they done the one with like Sector and Cyrax and all and oh, so good. So they were given all this like Mortal Kombat love and every so often they were releasing videos online as well introducing the fighters kind of the same way as smash but it was more like you knew who was going to be in the game because it's the staple mortal kombat roster but you're just getting to see their maybe new designs or new moves or some combos and whatever and it yeah. they always preceded it with this footage is like in beta or it's alpha and things might change and take this way a pinch of salt and I remember reading the comments on the reveal for Reptile. And Reptile is one of my favorite. I think he's probably my favorite Mortal Kombat character. And I I loved Reptile. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, because he could do those big, like, acid balls. And he could yeah. shoot, like, slow acid balls that would just, like, advance across the screen. But then you could, like, 
you could dash in front of it. So this big acid ball was coming behind you. So not only was the person that you're fighting trying to block you from like attacking them, but there was also this acid ball coming. They would have to stop. So it just it just had so much. I don't know it. It just it has the playstyle for reptiles suited the type of playstyle that I enjoy playing. But anyways, so I'm hyped to the moon, and in 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 this trailer he was fighting um, Melina. I think it was, or 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 whatever, or, and and the uh, there was a bit where she done her fatality, which she just kind of like jumped in and she pulled off like her or we or we veil mask thing, and she had them big like teeth, and she just jumped down and just like gored on the um, reptile, and it and she like the the whole the whole animation is that she runs, grabs the other character, gores them with like her big teeth then runs over, grabs the camera that's, like, looking at the screen, and she's essentially just shoving her face in your TV with all the blood, like, dripping from her face. It's all very gory-looking in that sort of Mortal Kombat style. And the comments lit up. Dislikes out the fucking ass. Oh, my God, this is horrible. Why is the blood red? Reptile's blood is green. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, you're literally getting handed a game that was lifted from the fucking scrap heap. That was yeah. Midway. They formed a brand new studios, named it fucking Nether Realm after Mortal Kombat, in order to bring a game back. And there's a wave of dislikes because yeah. Reptile's fucking blood was was red in an alpha version of the game. Yeah, and it was like fuck. Yeah. Imagine you were imagine you were a developer that worked on that. Yeah, how exactly. how shit yeah. would you feel? So. The best thing about it was Mortal Kombat 9, 9 was the game that you're referring to. It's my favourite Mortal Kombat of all of them. Fucking brilliant. I fucking loved it. So good. So whenever I see Smash fans, I mean, yeah, it's funny with the Wallowee Jing, see people dressing up and all, wow, wants to smash and all, and that's all funny. Yeah. But for every meme that people enjoy, there's a sect of people that take it way too far. But yeah. unfortunately, as you said, I think you said this in a podcast before, like these minorities have the loudest voice sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. you have this constant voice of like, no, they're they're trickling out this content. I bet you there was a guy. I bet you, all right. I bet you. Uh, I I would stake my life on it now that there was some guys that worked on Smash or whatever that are working on this Smash that were sitting giddy at the thought of people seeing this, you know, new spirit mode because they were. Yeah. It's probably been a secret. I mean, it has been. It's been a secret yeah. this whole time during development and I bet you yeah. the people who worked on that spirit mode were sitting in their house yesterday or in the office or whatever yesterday before the direct just bouncing on their seats being like I can't work I'm too excited you know like this is going to play in like yeah. half an hour like I can't wait and maybe they're watching the direct because they would probably yeah. be able to see it early they're like oh my god I want to see it so like and then all of a sudden then they go and you know because you would check on Twitter then like oh my god I'll go check Twitter and see what people think you know and see what people you know, yeah. see what the reception's like and then people are just like Where, where's Waluigi where's fucking Waluigi yeah like you would feel like you would feel crap yeah you would just feel like but, a crap uh, just I mean uh, again as I said I got like I got like seven text messages from seven different people and they were all complaining and uh, I think when you broke down you forget like if someone said do you Six months ago, imagine you got a Smash Bros. game where every fighter from the previous game inside us, it, and they give you more topics. As a person who is in love with pretty much a dead franchise, like or it was a dead yeah. franchise, like Mega Man, you take what you can fucking get. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
they done a 25th anniversary for Mega Man and released a fucking backpack. Do you know what I mean? We didn't get a game. Then the 30th anniversary rolls around, Mega Man 11, and I haven't heard a single bit of hate about Mega Man 11. It's just, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird. Yeah, so and yet Smash weird, comes, comes out fan. and it's like, what the fuck? Where's Waluigi? Why, why is this the way it is? And you're like, no one's even fucking played it. And then, me all are fine, and again, it's, it's, it's gone back to him. So my theme here is RB2 Sports as a game. Yes. So my, my other thing is there's a, there's a YouTube channel, an amazing channel, called Digital Foundry. Okay. Uh, they basically do, let's just say a third party game comes out. They would, that, Mega Man is a perfect example. They would run analytics tests and framework tests and resolution tests and buffer and anti-listen tests. Proper really tech, nerdy stuff. like the techie side of it. Techie, techie. But for nerds like me, I enjoy watching it. And they would do, right, Mega Man 11 on the PS4 does this. Uh, on the Xbox One, it does this. On the Nintendo Switch, it does this. Yeah. And it's good for, in a sense, I kind of watch them, for example, for, like, I'll give you a perfect example of why I watched them recently. Dark Souls came out on the Switch. Dark Souls ran like shit on the PS3, and the Switch is not as powerful as the PS3, so I was interested to see, you know, their... their yeah, you know, how it would do. On it. And it they go really in deep. Like, you'd eat it up, actually. Um, I enjoy all that. They were talking about it. Uh, uh, they were talking about, you know, what they've done and all. And it turned out, long, lo and behold, that it was an amazing port and it actually ran better than the PS3 version and they credit the developers. And you give people their dues, their dues, and all that carry on. So, yeah. However, um, there was a big uproar on the internet this week as well. And the only reason why I'm talking about it is that I got texts uh, from a few people. Uh, they know who they are if they're listening, complaining about Red Dead Redemption. Okay. And I was just like, right. Red Dead Redemption. Uh, I've been playing it, I probably put about four or five hours on it. It's, 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 it's all the praises it gets. It's justified. My complaint is too slow and. Your gaming time is so limited. You would like to get a bit faster, but here it's like a two hundred hour game. Of course, it's going to start slow. Yeah. Um. So it's not the game's fault. It's my fault. Uh. And I accept that. And it looks visually stunning. And it, the real star of it is the open world, not the protagonist in the game. It's the world it's stunning. It's just so gorgeous. You watch it and everything from the fluid animation. It looks real at some points. You know, from the character animation on the horse, it just looks real sometimes. You just how far we have come as an industry. Um, but people were messaging me on Twitter and text, and they're like, ah, but did you hear the frame rate? PS4 is 3000p, and the Xbox One version is native 4K. Hmm. And I was just like, right, but it still looks amazing. I know, but the Xbox is the most 4K. Right, okay, that's because the Xbox is a more powerful console. Mm-hmm. I know, but, you know, they're advertising it as PS4, you know, all the ads say oh, PS4. That's why, that's obviously an, a licensing agreement with the publisher. I put the PS, Xbox One version better. As again, that's... Hey, this is business. Like me, go, this is like me going into, you know, your house, Karen, and with my laptop, and then you're sitting there with your uh, Megatron PC running uh, Bioshock Infinite and Ultra. 
stands. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to compete, and I can't really complain because again, there's more hardware. There's more. There's more. It's all about those. What what do we say? It's all about those flops. Them tear flops. flops. There's more flops, and again, people were complaining online and to me that the pixel count was slightly higher on a different console. Why do we care? That's what I ask. I I, I messaged these people back and I was all, does the game work? Yes. Does it run? Yes. Does it look pretty? Yes. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. And then they come back saying, oh, it's a slight blur when you walk into a house. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe... I think I talked about uh, when me and you ran Super Game Tech back in the day. Yeah. Ooh, I, think we, I, think, I think we touched on this before. Um, the most important thing to me is that running 60 frames per second is a dream me. I love games to run 60 because it runs buttery smooth. Yeah. Um, I don't care about resolution. Like, one of my favorite games of all time, Mario Galaxy, is runs 720p, 30 frames per second, and it's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's gorgeous. I, I I just don't I just don't get it how far we've come where people are complaining about a pixel card. It's so it's, it's just it's hype. It's hype and it's propaganda. Yeah, that's all it is. It's yeah. It's a reason for people to bitch about it because all the time I I very rarely hear an Xbox player bitch and say that the PlayStation version's better. And on the vice versa, I rarely see a PlayStation player bitch and say that the Xbox version's better. It's yeah. it's always the other way about. It's always somebody that's like, ah, but did you hear the Xbox version's better? And that's usually someone who's playing the Xbox version. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And at the same time, and I don't mean this to sound like I'm being short, like having a short fuse or anything, but people still fucking buy it. Yeah. So clearly that's not what people care about. If that's what you're worried about, that's fine. And I get if some people buy a 4K TV like that's like fucking two grand and they want to get every they want to squeeze every no pixel out of it, you know, squeeze every morsel of performance out of it. Like you work away and if you spend if you spend the money and you go home with the thing you bought at the end of the day and you're happy, that's fine. No problem. And I'm happy for you. But it's whenever people then go out and be like, ah, you know, you're enjoying Red Dead Redemption and people go, and go, ah, but did you hear the Xbox version's better? It's almost like turning around to you and going, ah, you wasted your money. Yeah, and that's exactly it. And it's like, what what do you gain from that? You know what I mean? It's not like you're going to turn around and go, oh, well, fuck, yeah, you're right, right, I'm going to go and trade it on now, trade everything in tomorrow now and go to the Xbox version. Like, what what are you going to do? People have probably done that. People probably have done Aye, well, because um, there's always some people that will buy into the no buy into that hype or whatever. But I, I'll give you a perfect example. I have Diablo on PS4, mm-hmm. and it runs in like 4K. Diablo's not on game on the PS4. It runs in 4K and 60 frames, and it looks gorgeous. I sold my copy of Diablo today for a Switch for that runs in seven because it tailors to my needs where I can play it handheld. If I have the opportunity to dock it, I'll dock it at 1080p, mm-hmm. and I will still be very happy because it's running at 60 frames per second, and it works, and I'm still getting the same. Yep. There might be a wee bit of blur here, might be a wee bit of blur there, and I don't 
what what I think we need to start thinking about, yes, all this information is fine. And yes, there's some people get value out of seeing, you know, like a comparison side by side and whatever. But this is it's that exactly that we need to look at is how much value does a person get out of it? What I value in games is much different than what you value. And we can agree on most things. And anything that we disagree on, we can see each other's side. But what what is tailored for you and what you get the most value out of, I probably won't, and vice versa. Because we, we both have different expectations. We both have different ways that we like, you know, enjoying the, the fucking content that we enjoy. And it shouldn't be this pissing contest of like, because I like to sit and play, you know, on an old ass CRT upstairs, like I, I, if I'm playing a NES game, I'd rather sit and play it on that busted old ass CRT TV because I think it looks beautiful. Yeah. I think that because it's not just sitting playing that game; it's recreating that whole experience. Because I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but the old uh, and this, this is just a complete side note. But the old TV that I use in the game room, the old like Sony Trinitron thing, it was the exact yeah. same TV. The same type it's not the very one but it's the exact same type of tv that i grew up with in my living room as like our main living room tv and do you remember whenever you were younger that you would you know get your consoles on christmas day or whatever or it was like a big event like hooking up your console yeah. to the living room tv yeah that's right like that's why i picked that tv that that is in that room is because i get to recreate that experience of like how cool it felt to play on that particular tv so you could turn around to me and go, oh, you've got a NES Classic. Why aren't you downstairs playing on the fucking NES Classic? Even better, why aren't you playing on the fucking gaming PC that you've got upstairs? Why aren't you playing on that instead? Why are you playing, you know, Mega Man? Like, you should be playing Mega Man 2 in the in the Mega Man collection on a on a, a 4K TV, on an Xbox One. It's like, no, just plugging that wee old cartridge into that wee old toaster fucking Nintendo and hooking it up to that old-ass TV. Like that's that's the what what I'm trying to get at is that's the value I get out of it. So, whenever people start complaining to each other that this bit's better and that bit's better and blah blah, blah you need to ask what is the other person actually trying to get out of it. Do you know what I mean? So, I I, I just is this the, where we're going now with these new consoles like the PS Five, Next Xbox Two, or whatever it's called? Is it just going to be all about the flops? You know, pushing the flops and not about the games? Yeah. It's gonna, but like, here's the thing. As I said, as I said to one person, sorry, I'm talking to you. I said to one person, uh, the next Xbox is gonna be more powerful than PlayStation Five. Fact, and the yeah. reason why I know that is because PS Five will probably be announced next. A year's time, two years. Microsoft are going to sit back and see what they do. Yeah. And when Sony announces all the specs, they go right. We'll just multiply it by two or whatever so they can go and go we have more flops than their flops yeah uh but again ultimately you're still gonna be fit playing cod or fifa on either of these machines and as you said not 10 minutes ago it doesn't matter because like red Dead redemption is in two days it's made 725 million dollars ridiculous biggest entertainment product sell ever that's including music, form, everything. Yeah. Insane. So this is a very niche thing. 
But as you know yourself, just like the Xbox One's launch, which we touched on last week, these things spread like wildfire. Oh, you have the worst version. You have the worst version. I don't care. It works. It plays. And I think, I'm, I think the majority of people feel like that. The only but time... It, it, Sorry, the only time I've ever been swayed by a version of something by people saying that the port was shit was whenever a port is buggy. Like, yes. say, Fallout on the PS3. Skyrim. Uh, was I, I was swayed with Skyrim on the PS3. I got a 360. Yeah, but that's a functional difference. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, but a- do you remember back in e, uh, the E3 that the Xbox One was announced? And do you remember the big yeah. complaint that everybody had? What was that? Was that it was like, oh, it's it's all about entertainment. Oh, yes. Uh, it's all, it's all about, about entertainment. TV. Yeah. yeah, it's all TV, TV. It's not about the games. Uh-huh. And then people complain about, like, resolution and fucking all this other meaningless rubbish. And you're yeah. like, it should be all about the games. Do you know what I mean? It should be yeah. about whether or not it's good or not. Because I can show you some really fantastically pretty games that play like crap and i can show you some games that look like absolute like that they just look awful but they're some of the best games you'll ever play it it doesn't really matter it's icing on the cake i'm so happy that red dead looks nice because it's like as you say it has a slower pace it has a longer draw it's no having something nice to look at makes that a wee bit more palatable but it's not, you know, the difference between 3.5k and 4k, it doesn't matter. Fucking Halo didn't even run, Halo 3 didn't even run at 720p on a console yeah. that, that advertised itself as being the first HD console. <laughs> Don't know what I mean? It's, uh, it, it, it's just, I don't know, it's, it just frustrates me. Um, But I just feel that this is going to be an ongoing thing. Because when we get K's and twelve K's, it's gonna be. Oh, yeah, what I'll give you an example. This? I'm excited. I'm excited to buy Resident Evil Four again on the Switch. Cannot wait. Have it my PS4. Have it my PS3. Have it my Wii. And it gets a revolution bump every single time. And yep. the, the, uh, I think the PS4 version is four K. Um, but I'll, I'll I'm going to buy the Switch. People can probably be like. People can make fun of Skyrim all they want, but like yeah. Resident Evil Four comes out on fucking everything. <laughs> what do you call the guy who Skyrim the, the main Todd Todd Howard Todd Todd Howard had the fucking nail on the head, and I think this is the perfect way to encapsulate this topic, and we can move on. People are saying to him, "Oh, what's Skyrim coming on next in the land interview?" And he just he said it perfectly. If you won't they stop saying your toaster or whatever? Stop in Skyrim. People keep buying it. People keep buying it. And it's... as a business, that's a beautiful thing they have. It's a beautiful thing. You know, where, oh, if I bring up this, people are going to buy it. Yes. If they brought Skyrim out tomorrow on iPad, people would buy it. Yeah. He would so sell the car cakes. You know, so, there you go. But. My, my ultimately my very long drawn question is are we too spoiled as gamers I I'll not even definitively close that with my opinion I'll say I'll say to everyone they 
drop us your opinion what do you think i know i i was very short fused in this your arguments were very well placed but what do you guys think do you think that that we're getting too spoiled these days do you think that there's uh that there's an aura of expectation uh that almost precedes what you're what you're getting or what you're being shown like i'd love to hear everyone else's thoughts on it so uh feel free to drop us a line definitely and on that i would just love to hear someone's opinion who doesn't know anything about red dead who they're playing it now and then someone who's watched all these and has a swayed their opinions it'll be an interesting argument Mm -hmm. but there you go rant over (laughs) (laughs) so anyways this week i know that uh, we have our final console wars coming up but thought it was nice to just kind of dive in have this wee sort of breather episode you know to just have a wee bit of a rant especially with the release of red dead now that everyone's playing it and with the smash brothers you know news and stuff that's coming out it all kind of tied in nicely to that whole idea of you know people being uh you know spoiled or whatever so make sure they drop us your comments again i forgot to fucking mention at the start <laughs> as i always do where you can drop us your questions you could drop them on the anchor app because i mean if you're listening to this podcast there's probably a subscribe button floating around work away hit that subscribe button if you want to hear us chat about games each and every week but the one that we prefer is the anchor app because that's the one that we upload directly to but it's also the one where you can leave us voice questions which means you can record your voice we get that like a voicemail message and then we can play it back on the podcast and react to what you're saying answer your questions um, and feel free to talk to us about the topics you heard this week or just anything you like maybe you want to spark a new conversation and get our opinion on it so feel free to subscribe there um but i think that's us for this week what do you reckon before we close off the console wars next week yeah console wars next week uh looking forward to it it's it's a big boy it's the one i've been wanting to talk about it is i think we I think we've teased them long enough we'll definitely get back on it next week but if anyone wants to talk this or reach out this about anything that we talked about in the podcast or just anything else really in general the best way to contact us is probably via twitter you can get me on twitter at harry atomic yt you can reach you on twitter at Ferryman 5000 Ferryman 5000 so as always guys thanks for listening and we'll see you next week r.i.p extravision r.i.p fucking extravision i'm listening <laughs> Must be so Hashtag bad. never forget. Never forget. I tweeted them out, eh? Did you? Uh, oh no, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, they still haven't got back. Extra vision. Fucking tweet us back. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> there you go. Awesome.